Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. spoken to you in so long i know wait is that a lakers shirt yeah you know no it's my friend's brand keep winning um it's a really oh, cool brand okay okay at first but it is it like lakers inspired yeah it's a kobe shirt which who doesn't love kobe okay yes may he rest in peace chow i was like yes it's giving traitor energy because you know definitely ne- wearing your the Knicks gear. Okay, there we go. She's flashing New her New York chain. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Hardly okay, home, but always repping. Even though I'm in New York. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. Um, but it's been a while. I feel like we've had a lot of guests. Um, if you're watching on oh, video, yes. I have a new face. Just kidding. <laughs> but I did try. <laughs> I <laughs> I did try a filler. And you can kind of see it in my profile, I think, is where you can really see it. It doesn't look swollen anymore. I think you're, like, all past the hump. Yeah, if I can still feel it. It feels a little swollen still, but um, I like what she did. I feel like it's very subtle. Like, most people haven't been able to notice, but I can see the, yeah. the profile thing is what I like. Um Anyway, so yeah, if you haven't heard that episode, that's like our last episode with uh, Nurse Janelle. If you're in LA, check out Janelle Beauty Aesthetics. I'm coming to pull up because I could use a little something, something. And it didn't hurt at all. Like, she's so fast and like her nurse yeah. was like hitting my arm. So like, I didn't yeah, feel yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yes. I want a little zip and dab. I always mm-hmm. love a procedure. Yes, it was very fun. It was very fun. I was a little embarrassed that everyone knows, but <laughs> it was fun. Um, so what's been going on? I know we haven't spoken in a while. I have a lot of notes, but I know it's going to be a quick one. Yeah. Well, first, I feel like it sucks that Glenn isn't here and maybe we'll revisit this, but I feel like we have to have our debate about... Anwar? Is that how you pronounce his name? Anwar? Oh, yes. Oh, child. The girlies love that episode, and I am very uncomfortable about it. (sighs) You have to speak your piece so the girls know. My piece is, or what triggered me, and I'll admit to have been triggered, was uh, the toxic loyalty label. Um, mm-hmm. That I believe he was putting on to women who want to partner with a black, black women who want to partner with a black man. Um, mm-hmm. And him calling that toxic loyalty. Mm-hmm. I did not like that. Made me very uncomfortable. We have friends that are, you know, Indian, Korean, Jewish. Um, and they are very open about the fact that they will only partner with someone f- within their culture or race yep. or ethnicity. Um, and that's never called problematic. And while I understand that our numbers look different, um, mm-hmm. 
there is a whole continent of black people. So if you really want to do that, it's not impossible. If that's something that's really important to you, it's something you can focus on. And we see people going to Turkey and Italy to find love. So I don't, I don't want to hear about like people not traveling to find love. That's also bullshit. So I saw the um, flight coming in from Milan the other day and I was like, Oh, lots of interracial loving off this flight. I was like, yeah. okay, the girl, the girls are, are flying or somebody's finding somebody. Yeah. And my thing is, cause I also thought that that was being misconstrued in the comments. Um, I don't care if you're in an interracial relationship, like mm-hmm. that's lovely if that's, you know, if you find love and in that way. Right. But my thing is the, um, the, the, the commentary against people who don't want that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to be in love with or wanting to start a, a family with someone who shares cultural or um, racial, whatever things. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely see that. I wasn't there um, on the recording, obviously. If you don't know, I wasn't on the Anwar episode. But child, I listened and I was obviously very active in the comments. I understood it a little differently, but I also see, like, I think a lot of people shared your sentiments where they were like, ah, why is he saying toxic? Like, what is that about? And I think that if you look at some of his other content, it could lean a little like pro divesting, divesting being like black women who are leaving black men. And there's a really poor connotation around like black men ain't shit and this and that. Um, And that I do not agree with. I don't support, but I think that it was interesting to think about the perspective and of like women who feel or have felt like they have to be with a black man or else they are betraying their race or something like that. And I think Mm. that maybe that's not toxic, but maybe it's like a, I was saying like a blind loyalty or like almost feeling like you have to protect black men at all costs, which we have seen black women do very often, but Mm -hmm. I fully support, you know, black relationships I just think that it is sad to see in media how black women can ride for black men and then when you see in like you know high high media we're going very very stereotypical of like football players and basketball players with white women or fair skinned women um but then what was really dope this weekend or last weekend I saw um a lot of the Niners, the the San Francisco 49ers, there were mad black girlfriends or like black wags. And they were like, we exist. Mm. Y'all just don't be seeing us because all the other girls get like, like blasted up on TikTok and we don't. But this one content creator, damn, I'll try to find her um, so we can put her in our stories. And I'm sure our social media um, expert, Diana, will figure this out. She probably has already seen it. But mm. It was like, we're, we're black girlfriends of the NFL. Like, of course we're blah, 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 or something. They did like one of the TikTok trends and there were so many black girls. And I was like, yeah, 
yes, go off. Like they exist. You just don't see them. And like, this is, this, this is real. So I kind of yeah. liked it. Like it was funny. Like after we were having that whole conversation, then I saw like this slew of black relationships and I was like, that's beautiful. And we definitely, I think need to see more of that because the narrative doesn't look that way. And I think that is where it causes a lot of women frustrations. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think how he kind of spoke to Black women, particularly like having to balance the the masculine and feminine energies just because like we are just very independent. And you see this, I think, in a lot of other cultures as well, um, Latinx. I saw a lot of posts about this when I went down a TikTok hole of like, feeling like you have to hold everything down and it makes you very guarded. I liked that conversation and I thought that that was interesting. Um, and yeah, overall, I think that I like to see so many people commenting whether they believed or they didn't. Like, I think it was like a good conversation and it didn't seem to get nasty. On TikTok, it's quite nasty. I don't know what's going on over there. Well, Instagram is racist because I don't, you can look back at the comments. I don't think I said anything that was inappropriate and they blocked me. Oh, I can't yeah. comment on the post yeah, 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 yeah. because you know I was like, I, I believe happened? in black love. Why is that bad? You know I, think happens? I think when you comment a lot, they think that you're like a bot or something. Yeah. I think it was a good conversation. I agree. I love the engagements. Um, I, I understand what people always try to call out to me as my blind spot um, of being a light-skinned woman, mm. conventionally attractive. Um, I do understand that call out. I I agree. I, I, I have a different experience in the dating world in this country. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think I've spoke to enough people who don't look like me and body type and color and all of the things and mm -hmm. we can find common ground. And so I don't think that that negates mm -hmm. my opinion on the subject. But, you know, at the end of the day, I want black women to be happy. But I also recognize that there have been systematic things done to our people and not just black men, black women, too. So like people will say, oh, black men come with all this baggage and trauma. And you think we don't come with shit? You think we're not coming to the table with baggage and trauma? And so for our community to improve and heal, we're going to have to understand that we come with shit. Yeah. And like, and I think that's, that's ultimately where the converse, I think that's a big part of the conversation, right? Like, I think I'm assuming, and I don't want to sound like a bitch, please, nobody mm -hmm. think this about me, but I'm assuming that a lot of his clientele are like, not quote-unquote conventionally attractive or like not that's what people were saying in the comments i don't assume that but i i assume that in the sense of like if you are seeking out a dating coach there could be like that could be some of your barrier to entry for dating potentially mm -hmm. and i'm assuming that you have some type of financial status leverage because you can afford to can afford it coach, right so it kind of is like the two things that are oddly like pitted against black women it's like we are not the standard for attraction which he stated in terms of like the stats of like the matching mm -hmm. and then when you add on having more financial advancement weirdly it is a 
X on your like profile because now like you are in this place of like it's awkward with the balance of the income that black men are seeing and the progression that black women are seeing and so mm-hmm. it's a fucking weird conundrum I think of mixed things and I think for a a woman who maybe has felt like oh I'm like not being accepted I'm not feeling attractive and on top of that like it's going to be more challenging for me to find a man who makes equal or more than me if that's also something that matters you're in this weird predicament of like where do I go um and I don't I don't know I don't blame anyone if they choose to like explore the dating realm but I think the number one thing is like feeling that self-confidence and not thinking that you have to just like settle for whatever yeah I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard space. Like I know women who are conventionally the most beautiful women and they're not dating. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. and you you probably can guess about people that I'm speaking about, like gorgeous, smart, Mm -hmm. great personality, making a lot of money and gorgeous. I mean, in like the light skin, long hair, like (laughs) stupid way. Um, but like, (laughs) um, Anyways, I, I wish people luck. I wish people happiness. Um, yeah. And I wish that people respect everyone's desires. So if someone wants to be with a black man, not calling her a dumb bitch because that's what she wants. That's all. Yes. Um, the Tivo, real quick, I went on his website and he'd be fixing up black couples. And that's what he said to me. And I was like, but why are you speaking like this? I saw and like, maybe, I was like- maybe Maybe I just maybe I just locked in on that comment and I it made yeah. it hard for me to hear anything else. I'm a human yeah, being. You I can like, admit to that. I, you, no, you were over it. You were over yeah. it. Yeah. It was like but older, I just it was didn't older like women that. too. It was like okay. older black women. I, I was like kind of – I started going down a deep dive. But hey, listen. Because there was, there was also – just one more thing about this. There was also someone yeah. in the comments that was like, yeah, I've been with my beautiful – I think maybe it was Korean or – something yeah 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 yeah. for like oh for like seven years and I was like well are y'all married and she said no and that's fine right like some people don't desire marriage but I do see all the twitter conversations about like you've been with this nigga for seven years and he ain't never married you like and like the things that we that we condemn from a black man are being so happily accepted by other people too (laughs) anyways let's y'all I wish y'all love do what the hell y'all want <laughs> Leave oh, me out of okay. the chat. I'm glad, I'm glad we got to <laughs> the chat on it. Um, well, I'll jump. In. I can say that that's something I was like leaving on red and replying to. Leaving on on TikTok, it's very toxic. The conversation is getting fucking crazy. But I don't even know what's going on on TikTok. I don't know what Gen Z's doing. I don't know who those people are. I'm, They're drinking mocktails and buying dildos i don't know what they're doing lord of mercy um and now a word from our sponsors hey group chat it's Shade, and y'all know i love to shop black okay there's a whole collection of black led products that fit into your daily lifestyle and you can show black founders some love so easily not just during black history month but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a Black-led brand, we make room for another Black-led brand. 
Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. So go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned brands you can add to your daily routine. Some of my personal favorites are the do hair care. They get my twists out popping. Okay. The lip bar, they have a red lip that can go on any hue. And if you have not tried Partake cookies, they are so delicious. So I highly recommend you go on over to walmart.com slash black and unlimited and tell them that Black Girls Texting sent you. This episode of Black Girls Texting is brought to you by Mickey D's. All the best nights out end with a bite from Mickey D's. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moments. Go on and make more delicious memories. Hey, group chat. Have you ever wondered what's in the products you use on a daily basis? L, like the letter, is a brand committed to providing you period care products inspired by nature, made without dyes, fragrances, and synthetic pesticides. Their pads have a breathable cotton top layer and plant-based core, and their tampons contain an organic cotton core. Not only can you feel good about L's ingredients, but also L's price. With tampons and pads that protect for under $5 a month, Elle believes access to period care is not only a fundamental right for everyone, but an opportunity for change as well. That's why Elle is on a mission to make exceptional period care accessible for all by providing funding each year to nonprofit community-based organizations around the world. And their focus on period care accessibility, menstrual health education, and employment opportunities. So if you're looking for a brand that aligns with your values of giving back and using products inspired by nature, Look no further than L. If you want to learn more about their mission or browse their full range of products, visit their website at thisisl.com. And the next time you're in the period care aisle, look for L pads and tampons. Choose love, choose L, and tell them that Black Girls Texting sent you. This episode of Black Girls Texting is brought to you by the new Peacock original, Kings from Queens, the Run DMC story. The three-part documentary series explores the never-been-told story of hip-hop's iconic forefathers, Run DMC. From meeting on the streets of Hollis, Queens, to breaking barriers and legitimizing an entire genre of music, Run DMC's legacy spans decades. After a series of life-changing events and challenges, including the murder of Jam Master Jay, Rev Run and DMC reunite to tell their story and celebrate the one-of-a-kind sound that took not only Queens, but the world by storm. With exclusive interviews from Joseph Red Run Simmons, Daryl DMC McDaniels, and hip-hop legends like Ice-T and Questlove, Kings from Queens, the Run DMC story, dives into the origins of a group that changed music forever. Kings from Queens, the Run DMC story, is streaming now only on Peacock. And now we're back with more Black Girls Texting. <laughs> but I'm going to reply to my travels and gallivanting. My cousin, shout outs to my cousin Jamal, got married to his wife, Stephanie. She's very lovely. Um, Is she black? It was not good. She's Dominican, but black. Okay. Um, and, Another one. <laughs> and... <laughs> It was just a fun ass wedding, like because you had all the the cultures, and then they were in like frats and sororities, so they were doing their like stomping. Mm. I don't know. What is it called? The, this, I get it. The stomping, stepping, but there's oh, a stepping. term. Their lines. Term. It's like a line. <laughs> we, we don't know. Not Tell the us PWI in the comments. Girls, <laughs> like, we, we, 
We went to bed. Oh, one of the things they do, like, it's called like a sweetheart dance, or whatever, where like they all Ooh. circle around the bride and the girls like sing their like song. And then Aww. the guys all sing a song around the bride and the groom. And like, it's like a lot of tradition. They were jumping. And I was like, y'all niggas look tired because y'all look 30 <laughs> plus trying to do this. But it was really cute. Um, Everyone was super sweet. Music was A1 because the music looked had, good, sounded good. Like all my favorites. So you had like your Latin music, Caribbean music. They lost me when they started playing like Florida stuff. But besides <laughs> that, it was lovely. Um, food was great. So good to see family. We had a really good time. And yeah, I just love those moments. Um, I definitely was getting the looks of like, so Shade. Me and my cousin were getting the like, when are y'all getting married and having babies? Like, let's let's go. Jesus. And I was like, some of y'all might not even be invited. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a small one. Um, right, right. I was like, don't be looking over here at me, child. Because, <laughs> listen, half the family would just eat up a good chunk of a small guest list. So I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. see about that. But um, that was really fun. Then went to Mexico for my really good friend's bachelorette, which was a really good time until we all got food poisoning. Ooh. Um, So that wasn't so great. Um, Depending on Where'd how you- this restaurant behaves in, in retribution, they may or may not be getting blasted. <laughs> so I'll hold exposing them until the time comes. It seems like they're cooperating. <laughs> But if they want to act a fool, we can get crazy and really blast them. Um, because like seven out of eleven people. Oh yeah, something sick. was wrong. Yeah. Um, I had to take my friend to the hospital. We confirmed that we had she had norovirus, which I imagine we all had norovirus, which is a is a stomach virus that comes from shellfish. So um yeah. Yikes. That wasn't, that was not fun. That was not fun. I really felt like I was knocking on death's door. It was fucking crazy. Um, and then, yeah, that just threw me off for the whole rest of the trip. Cause I was like scared. Right. Can't even stuff. enjoy your food. Right. In like a city that is just so like, has such amazing food. This lighting is driving me crazy. If you're watching the video, it's like shining on like my mouth and my nose, but whatever. Um. So that wasn't so fun, but we made the best of it. We really did. Um, the bride thugged it out. And for like the experience we had, I think overall, it was really, really fun. Um, and then after I went to the beach, which was amazing. I, we were in Port, we were in Puerto Escondido, which is like, we, call, you know, like I give people from Tulum a hard time. I call them the Tulumanati. <laughs> which is like the like like yogis who like don't wear shoes like mm-hmm. so we were like oh my god Puerto Escondido is like Naughtyville so we were like ah we're in we're with the Naughties like there's like a super like Tuluminati kind of vibe to the area and then you can get a bit more of a local vibe which is nice so I like being able to kind of have both um yeah, next time I would definitely stay in like a more local area because I just 
I can't with the tie dye and the no shoes and the burnt skin. Oh gosh. Oh goodness, not, not my vibe. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Listen. They be out there looking crazy. They, they <laughs> might need to use some of You look you like know. you have a light mustache right now. People if you're I watching know. on YouTube. Crazy. <laughs> it's like you're talking all, all the shit in here. <laughs> oh, look, okay. I come back better. Yeah, it's better when you go back. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was fun. That sounds amazing. We love travel. Um, I'm excited for whenever we do our next girls trip. Um, we need to get one on the bus. Oh my God. I had something to say, but speaking of travel, do you know what my dumbass did? So we're going on our honeymoon and I booked the, the, the flights. So the people, Mm -hmm. the car company, they call me yesterday and they're like, Hey, we were looking at your return flight and it doesn't exist. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. what? So I go on to Delta and I booked a flight from LAX to Tahiti two times. <laughs> Wait, but you are in New York. No, I'll be going back to LA before we go. So anyways, I bo- oh. I like to book one ways because... I've experienced that A, sometimes it can be cheaper if you do two one ways and mm. B, sometimes when something happens with the trip and you're, and you've already taken one leg of the flight, it's dramatic to do change the yes, second leg. Yes, 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 so yes. whenever I can, whenever it makes financial sense, I do two one ways, but this time mm. I did two one ways and they were both going the same one way. Ciao. And I would have never known if the car company didn't call me. And so I was able to easily switch the flight and actually made money. So girl math. Girl math. Credits. Yeah. Girl math. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for that. But be careful How when booking because, flight? um, from LAX to Tahiti is eight hours. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's a new direct, uh, flight that Delta has. Delta. Delta. Anyways, Um, but what I wanted to talk to you about was all this like girl music drama. So there are two different ones. Okay, there are two different ones that I've been following. The first one is very Jamaican, Buyaka Buyaka, Steph London, and Jada Kingdom. Have you been following? So good. Of course. Fighting over Burna Boy. (laughs) Number one. Jada made it very clear. She's not fighting over that man. <laughs> she did. She's moved on. She's with uh, Meg's ex, Party. Party? Yeah. She's yes. like, I just got my gifts and my flights and money and bye. Yes. And Steph, in Steph's songs, basically she was coming at Jada for kind of being like a hoe. And Jada was like, yeah, Jada fuck cat. Jada fuck dog. Jada <laughs> She did not give a fuck. <laughs> so then it made Steph London kind of look dumb. I mean, she looked dumb the minute Jada Kingdom dropped. She looked dumb the minute Burna Boy said that the best poom poom is from Kingston and he bought a Birkin for Jada Kingdom, right? So already I would have stayed out of that. But to add insult to injury jada did her song on the track so it fucking starts with that line i mean she did that and i said good night 
Good petty, night. petty. Close the casket. Yeah. yeah, and I like Steph London. I like both of them. I wish Steph would have just like, okay, you got your man back. Just go right off into the sunset with him. Wait, they're back together? I mean, I know they were. Maybe they're not anymore. Oh, T. Yeah. TikTok was cracking me up because there are Jamaican girls or like girls who understand that. <laughs> And they're mm-hmm. breaking it down like bar for bar for bar. And they so when I like, first heard it. I was like, "What? Right? <laughs> what are they saying? I don't know Can I slow down the speed?" Um, right. But it's wild because if you compare those diss tracks to Meg and um, Nikki, Nikki, I think the Jamaicans were much more disrespectful. <laughs> Very nasty. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Jamaicans have move- no chill. Yeah, no joke. But moving on to what more people might be familiar with is the yeah. Meg The Stallion and the Nicki Minaj. So I think Meg's song was Hiss and Nicki mm-hmm. Minaj's song was Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get up on your Bigfoot and a Bigfoot and then a Bigfoot. One foot, two it's foot. A hit. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. Wait, which one do you like more? Bigfoot. Really? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's hilarious. I mean, my girl Onika is off her rocker, which we already (laughs) knew, like completely unhinged, but it's fucking hilarious. Like I, like we we were just quoting lines from the song all weekend, like all weekend while we we were like running around. She just has like one liners. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what Meg said in that, his song. I couldn't tell you. Wait, so you didn't hear when Megan said, these bitches be mad at Megan. They need to be mad at Megan's law. Yeah, but like nobody's, nobody's, nobody's going to say that. But everyone is going to run around <laughs> and say, get up on your good foot. <laughs> okay, interesting. Because I thought, and you know what it is, maybe because I'm talking to people that aren't, that are mostly like Southern people sometimes. Mm, and it mm-hmm. was very clearly from their opinion, that Megan won. Well, okay, here's the thing. I don't think that the whole track was a shot at Nikki. Which is no, where... it was against Drake. It was against right. a bunch of people. Yep. Right, which is where it's kind of like, Nikki just took it to another <laughs> level. <laughs> because it really, like, if she didn't say anything, I wouldn't have been... I didn't even know what Megan's Law was. I wouldn't have even known any of that. But like the internet took it and ran with it. And then, of course, Nikki being Nikki. I'm not going to say what I really think because I don't, I don't want No, to. say what you really say, think. She might really, no, like Nikki Minaj is so crazy. She might get this and like cancel us. So I won't say anything. Um, but she, she seems like something's just off. I'll leave it at that. Something just seems off, but it was hilarious. I'm sorry. That song was fucking hilarious. Some of the other lines that I think are really funny, I will not say on air because they're very, very hurtful and mean. And I don't want to be that person. Well, that was my question because people were like, Nikki, you went too far. You were talking about, you know, uh, her mother and, you know, her dead mother, which obviously is very serious. But a piece of me is like, this is rap. I agree. I agree. In, but at the same rap, time, you, you can say whatever you want. At the same time, I will 
acknowledge that people take things a little too far. Like now Megan's mom's grave was disclosed, which I think is kind of crazy. And, you know, the whole Tory Lane thing is still <sighs> complicated. Um, so for yeah. her to kind of like allege that Megan was lying, I'm like, oh God, the girl already been through it with this. Now we're doing it again. But the bars, the bars were bizarre, but they were hilarious. It was just very typical Nicki Minaj, just like over the top. As she likes to say, they brought out Roman. Oh my God. I'm reading her lyrics. She said, this little begging whore talking about Megan's law for a free beat. You could hit Megan raw. raw. <laughs> and something like, if you a ghost rider, you could hit Megan's jaw or something. <laughs> party in Megan's jaw. Mm. You can party in Megan's jaw. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Is she no, talking about why did you lie about your lipo? Fucking your best friend, man, is crazy. You the type, though. <laughs> <laughs> she said she had a nose job. What else did she say? You was lying to the queen. Then you went lying to oh. the king, Gail. Long pause, <laughs> Gail. We were saying that all weekend. Why? I don't know. <sighs> it makes no sense. I'm like, what did, what did she say to Gail King? I don't know what she said. Oh my, it was just oh my gosh, she won a party with the baby while rubbing on Tory toupee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's really okay, let's see Megan's. Megan the Stallion his lyrics. I don't know what she said. Um, okay, Megan says, well, her jokes about Drake were funny. Um, About we got the same scars. Hold on, let me find it. Yeah, nigga, ain't you here? I ain't scared of... Oh, no. These niggas hate on BBLs and be walking around with the same scars. Real curvy, no etching. Niggas fight to get in my section. <laughs> that is funny to me. That was funny. Uh, yeah. Well, do you think that they'll ever, like, one day be, like, homies? Because I feel like Nas no. and Jay-Z, like, they're cool now. No, 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 no. You said I lied on my dead mother. Yeah, to be friends. God, ever, 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 ever. But did I also saw? Well, okay. So I don't know if you saw Nikki went live. That lady needs to stop going live. And she but she went live before live. the song came out. She went live like a, a night or two nights before. And she was like screaming on live and she basically explained that she doesn't fuck with Megan because when they were filming, um, oh my God, Hot Girl Summer, mm -hmm. um, Megan kept being like, ride the boat, drink, 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 drink. And Nikki was like, I'm pregnant. And Megan <laughs> was like, whatever, we could just go to the clinic or some crazy shit. And so after that, Nikki was like not fucking with her. She was like, it's deeper like, than that. And she's crazy and blah, 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 blah. That's what she, that's the alleged 
No, Sorry. I think it's deeper than that. I think she's annoyed that Meg keeps doing songs with Cardi B. She obviously has big issues with Cardi oh, B. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that too. Because Nikki also did a song with Ice Spice, the Barbie song, and notice now Cardi B got issues with Ice Spice. Like, they just, they teaming up. They opping up. Problems with Ice Spice? Yes. Cardi B, like, in one of her performances, she had, like, the Annie theme song. And you know Annie has curly red hair. And it was, like, a shot at Ice Spice. And then there was something, Lotto also has beef with Ice Spice. I heard that. I heard that. Yes, in one of her songs, she like says some shady lyric, and then in the background, you see Ice Spice. That's why Ice Spice came out with, You think you just shit? You're not even the fault. You know? Oh! Yeah. Wow. You guys keep me young. I don't know what's yeah. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting, and we'll see you next week. Bye.